0: You're listening to Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, the lovely Desi. How are you doing tonight, Desi?
1: You know, I'm
0: halfway there. That glass looks fairly empty. It is. It was full a few minutes ago.
1: It was. <laughs> I said this stuff goes down pretty fast.
0: Uh, there's a chance I may be slurring before the end, because I'm actually enjoying some cocktails tonight, too. So.
1: Wait, that glass is empty.
0: Yeah, and it was full-full.
1: Full-full?
0: I, like, I uh, cleared Mine's out my Crown Royal. mixed. I cleared out my Crown Royal tonight.
1: That so. was not a mixed drink.
0: Sure it was. It was one type of alcohol mixed with another type of That's alcohol. That's <laughs> what I mean.
1: It's as... As in our friend Michelle's book, as you don't use no mixers. Mm. That that was a drink, drink. That Mine was, a, drink, was drink. a cocktail. Yes, yes. For wussies and in her book. Now I'm going to the drink a to cocktail local. for wussies. Oh. You are. Because I'm out of Crown. And you've moved on to the blue glass with the wussy drink. Yes. It's not a wussy drink, though. It has tequila
0: yeah i'm not a huge fan of tequila but i like right. a margarita every now and then so
1: it's good good shit
0: anyway i believe i am first
1: yeah and you're gonna bring us down but that's okay because not... i know i'm gonna bring us right back up because this I'm story good at isn't that. really
0: isn't really a downer but i have been on this unsolved mysteries kick lately so, thank god
1: my blood types be positive okay so,
0: <laughs> so you know i th- i just i can't not do an unsolved mystery So, I'm going to do an unsolved mystery, but this one's not really a downer. No one dies. Okay. I'm going to tell you right up front no one dies. Oh,
1: God, you've been on a UFO kick. Is it a UFO?
0: I would not do a UFO story. Well, well, I I could, but I'm not doing a UFO story. I thought
1: I've done one on this. I'm doing
0: a story on a famous person. Actually, my unsolved mysteries kick started with a story you did, and you introduced me to the unsolved mysteries subreddit. And that is how (laughs) I got on this kick two years ago or whatever one That's of our early funny. episodes funny but this is an unsolved mystery about a famous person
1: okay uh, uh, a, unsolved mystery about a famous person about a famous person they just died and disappeared didn't die nobody died i know i just said i mean didn't okay die. let me
0: clarify this person is dead
1: okay
0: okay because they were born in 1880 so They're no longer living. (laughs) But they didn't die. They did not die of (laughs) any mysterious circumstances. Okay. I'm going to talk about the disappearance of Agatha Christie.
1: What do you mean? Didn't die? Disappearance?
0: Just wait. It's a very interesting story. I was not aware of this. My Agatha Christie was my grandmother's favorite author.
1: Yeah, don't even. No Agatha, and every time I hear the name Agatha, I think of the movie, the Walt Disney movie Matilda. Okay, yeah. Or it was a book.
0: Well, yeah. Agatha Christie was famous for evil aunt. Famous for literally writing, I think, over a hundred novels, and she was a mystery writer. She wrote mystery novels. Oh. So actually, kind of some interesting stories about her backstory. Um, When she was growing up, she was homeschooled. I mean, not odd for 1800s. She grew, grew up in England. Um, and her parents, her mother decided that she did not want her daughter, to, Agatha, to learn to read until she was at least eight.
1: Why?
0: So on well, her. I
1: suppose back in the day, people don't understand how yeah. the brain works, though, either completely. But okay. But
0: on her own, at three.
1: She didn't want her finding stuff that she didn't want her to know or whatever? taught
0: herself how to read. At, at the age of oh three God, this on is her starting own to
1: sound like Matilda
0: kind of maybe yeah <laughs> Matilda,
1: her parents just didn't care and they sat in front of the tv eating tv dinners all the time mm. and Matilda taught herself to read and she walked herself at the age of three okay. four to the library yeah. to check out books yeah. crazy okay continue
0: she she spent her like teenage years writing sh- short stories and then her sister challenged her to write a novel and that's when he wrote, she wrote her first novel, got it published, and, you know, from there took off to be this wildly famous
1: author. Okay.
0: Um, on a cold December night in 1926.
1: <laughs> and then I thought of Anastasia. Okay. <laughs> anyways.
0: 1926. Um, she left the house. Agatha Christie left the house, kissed her daughter goodbye, didn't tell anybody where she was going. She had, a, like, a, a briefcase with her and disappeared. For 11 days. Um, she was 36 at the time. She had already published several detective novels. Um, and like I said, she disappeared. Her car was found abandoned uh, near Guildford on the edge of a chalk pit. Uh, the front wheels were overhanging over the edge. And the paper at the time reported that the car ev- ev- evidently had run Away, And only a thick hedge growth growth had prevented it from falling into the chalk pit.
1: It makes me wonder if she was trying to create her own... Like, she hit writer's block and was like...
0: Oh, there's theories. I
1: need to come up with something. This will help.
0: That is definitely something that was talked about in the future, for sure. And could be, possibly could be. Like, this is an unsolved mystery. There is no hard answer to why like this she happened.
1: never answered why or no okay
0: um three I mean, days after serf- three days after searching uh for agatha the police called it off they said um her brother-in-law received a letter from her saying okay. that she was going to yorkshire to a spa for some rest and treatment
1: and maybe she was
0: for yeah, some right. for some reason the day after that letter so day four the police reopened the investigation. And say they don't believe, they think the letter's a fake, and it's not actually her.
1: Because of the car.
0: And they believe that she committed suicide.
1: But the car didn't...
0: Yeah, it doesn't okay. make much sense with the car, but whatever. Um, so what they did was they started searching, they started doing more searches in the area around where the car had been. They had like 20,000 volunteers searching wow. for it. Wow. It, this wow. made worldwide news, like well, front front page of the New York Times. Like, this was, like, huge news it's that she's disappeared. It's because it's someone
1: known. People know. I mean, there wasn't TV and there wasn't, or television. Yep. And there wasn't, I don't even, when was the radio? Radio
0: would have been around. There would radio, have been radio would have
1: been around, but did every family have the whole, did Maybe, they sit around to watch? It's possible. I'm not sure. I have I'm no idea. Sure. Anyway. Well, I'm sure it probably was, but, like. This is an author. This is another form of popular entertainment at the time. So, of course, it's going to hit, like, worldwide news.
0: Yep. Uh, After a week, the police were flummoxed. They couldn't figure out anything. They were what? They were flummoxed.
1: That is a new word. I'm going to tell my child to take his dictionary and look that up when he's sleeping one night. I want to know that
0: word better. But there was one important development that happened after a week. Okay. found out that Christie had left three letters behind okay so she left the one that her brother received okay. saying she was going to a spa she left a second letter with her secretary it's just and all that had on it was an itinerary of things for her to do like next month so nothing really okay nothing really of any interest do we need to stop no okay
1: just because i'm I'm enjoying my cocktail and i don't understand <laughs> what's going on with my mic hmm. keep okay. going okay we're good we're anyway. good i'm sorry i i throw off the wrong signals but you guys i'm still the fun
0: one anyway there was <laughs> there was three letters the the letter from to her brother letter to her secretary and a third letter to her husband okay um her husband says there was nothing important in the letter and he burnt it and never showed it <gasps> to authorities
1: Liar, liar, pants on fire.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Maybe he did try to kill her. Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery.
0: The police even like decided to go through her books to see if there were any clues that she might have written in her books to her disappearance. I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: Maybe she tried to create her own disappearance. And mm-hmm. usually the husband suspected... And th- she was expecting them to arrest him? Maybe. Okay, keep going.
0: Anyway, um, the police then started speculating that they thought she was in London. And f- after reading through manuscripts, they, they thought she was dressed as a man living in London. Okay. Which I'm not really sure why they thought that. But maybe there's something in her books. I don't know sure, Oliver, Sherlock Holmes? Wasn't he books. from London? He was London? from London, yes. Maybe
1: that yes. was why. And people back in those days, you know, took men serious and women not.
0: Yeah, this is true. Um, December Fourteenth, the paper reported that police had found important clues nearby, including a bottle labeled "poison lead" and opium fragments, and a torn-up postcard, a woman's fur-lined coat, a box of face powder, um, all in a cardboard box, somewhere in the vicinity to where this, where her disappearance happened.
1: Okay. Um,
0: their new theory was that. Um, She just took off and had no intention of coming home. That was their new theory all of a sudden that she was trying to start a new life. Um, On December 15th, 1926, a banjo player at a hotel in Yorkshire.
1: Recognized her?
0: Recognized her on the dance floor dancing.
1: She was just out having fun.
0: Um, He reports that to the police. The police show up and ask her, you know... What are you doing? And or who are first? They ask who are you? And she says, "Well, my name's Mrs. Teresa Neal."
1: <gasps> she lied,
0: and she didn't
1: want to be found.
0: And they, they, you know, they're like, "You are definitely Agatha Christie." She's like, "No, I'm Teresa Neal. Trust me." They send her husband. She looks at her husband and says, "I, uh, who are you? I don't know who you are."
1: Oh my God! Does she have like? Well, she wrote letters. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, does she have some? There is this thing I came across with, like, amnesia, Mm -hmm. where you get it for a little bit, it goes away. Mm -hmm. You could go years, and then it hits you again, and you can go at least two years without knowing your own identity. Interesting. And then something familiar happens, and then you know who you are.
0: Maybe, maybe. Anyway, um... The press was talking to her husband and, you know, asking him questions like...
1: Jason Bourne identity. You, That's what you know. they call it now because okay. there was never yeah. a name to it before. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: The press is talking to the husband asking him, you know, do you have any idea why she all of a sudden uses this name, Teresa Neal? She even wrote letters to the paper saying, you know, my name is Teresa Neal, but I don't remember my family. If anybody knows who I am, can you please reach out? Stuff like that.
1: Weird.
0: They ask the husband and the husband gets all clammed up. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know why she'd call herself Teresa Neal. It doesn't make any sense. Well, turns out her husband was having an affair with a lady named Teresa Neal.
1: <gasps> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> was she gonna commit big crimes under the name Teresa Neal?
0: I am not sure. I really so it
1: could be dated back. To she
0: she goes back home but does not live with her husband.
1: Well, obviously. Fifteen months
0: later they get a divorce. Clearly. Um couple years later she remarries lives life happily ever after Has, it goes through 18 months of what she said was psychiatric treatment and all her memories came back
1: I think she's is this try her story to frame her husband's mistress could be in a cra- crime because if she's leaving they didn't have DNA back yeah. then no it's they possible didn't have video cameras but she's leaving traces of you're in a hotel under so and hmm. so his name, and then you're gonna commit a crime. She just didn't get to that point yet.
0: It's it's very possible. Um her she, she remarries her husband also her ex husband also remarries Teresa Neal. I was gonna <laughs>
1: ask, was it her? Yes, was it was it? her.
0: It was her. Um f- you know, she went on to write even more novels, more successful novels than ever, never answering any questions until once she was being interviewed by the Daily Mail and they asked her about the disappearance. Okay. And she said, there's no need to dwell on that. And that was the only answer she ever gave. She wrote an auto. That's
1: hilarious. She
0: wrote an autobiography. And the only two parts of her life that are not mentioned in that autobiography are her disappearance and why she left her husband. Nothing about those things. Why would you
1: incriminate yourself?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought it's a crazy story about this famous person and. You know, there's no concrete evidence. No, you know, no nobody knows exactly what happened. There's a lot of theories out there. A lot of people speculate. You know, she's a mystery writer. She was trying to promotion for a new book. We're gonna disappear. You know, it's gonna be a good promotion. Some people think that was the case. Some people think it was a maybe it was true and she actually had some form of amnesia and he got stuff like that.
1: Ladder, though. Guaranteed because she mentioned...
0: Oh, I guarantee you she calls him out in that letter. That would be my guess. If uh-huh. She calls him out for cheating on and him in that letter. He
1: doesn't want it public information. Yep. Why would you? Yeah.
0: yeah. That would, I, that would be my guess for sure. Yeah. Whatever. Cheating. Anyway, Agatha Christie disappears, comes back, lives life happily ever after afterwards, but never divulges yeah, what happened right. to her in those 11 days where she disappeared. And one of the parts that I thought was crazy, the more I read about this story is I think the police were horrible in this whole situation. Why? She writes a letter to her brother saying she's in Yorkshire at a spa. The whole time, she was in Yorkshire at a spa. Where's the one place? There had 20,000 people looking for her. Where's the one place nobody looked? Yorkshire at a spa.
1: People want to believe what they want to believe. That's all there is to them. They hired
0: psychics. They brought her dog. Psychic? They brought her dog oh out to the God. out to the spot where her car was at, hoping that he could track her down. Like they did everything under the sun you could think of except go to the one place she said she was at. Crazy. Crazy. Anyway, that's my first
1: story. Not so crazy. It made <laughs> sense to me why they didn't go there at that time. Yeah. At that time. Anyways. Okay. That wasn't actually a negative story. Mm
0: -mm.
1: No, it was interesting. It was interesting. So, my first story, though, is The Secret to Happiness. Here's some advice from the longest-running study on happiness. Ooh. It comes from Harvard. Okay. So, I came across this, and I was like, what? How can I be happy? Oh, I need to (laughs) read this. So, then I read through it, and I'm like, I'm bringing this. So... Just because I find it crazy that it's gone on as long as it has. Like, who's still conducting it? Because the people who are conducting it before, you know are not Mm -hmm. conducting it now. So, about half of our level of happiness is based on genes, which I kind of knew, but I didn't think it was like half, which it isn't. Um, Some people are just predisposed to be happier and more upbeat than others. But that doesn't mean you can't increase your level of happiness. Which, you know, environmental. And mm-hmm. sometimes you create yeah. your own environment. Um, so, in fact, research has suggested that about 40% of people's happiness comes from the choices they make. That, that statement says that genes would be 60% Then,
0: Yeah, that doesn't really make.
1: Anyways. Anyways, this comes from Harvard. <laughs> Their math is off. <laughs> <laughs> Their are psychologists. I don't think I'm the psychologist here, ran it by the math department. <laughs> <laughs> the psychologists are ma- not mathematicians, no, clearly. No. So, um, and it's funny because the next thing is, the subtitle to it is, Come on, Get Happy, and all that runs through my head is, Come on, Get Happy. <laughs> I don't know that song. What? Okay, anyways. Um, seriously? Seriously. It's like the 60s, 70s. Okay, anyways. I thought it was a TV show. I don't partridge? Know. No, it wasn't the Partridge. Anyways, okay, so what are the right choices for happiness? You uh, may find inspiration from the participants in the Harvard Study of Adult Development, one of the longest running studies. Mm-hmm. The project has followed 724 men. And I wanna explain it's not women because back in the day when this started, nineteen thirty eight.
0: Holy cow. Women
1: did not go to college. it yeah. just didn't happen.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, approximately sixty men now in their nineties are still left and this was written in two thousand seventeen.
0: Holy cow. So, so they're still it's still the well, same control group. It, they could they've obviously it, aged
1: so, yeah. more could have died by now because yeah. that was of how many years from now. Of course. So October but this is a 60, study being done with
0: the same group of people yep. since 1938.
1: Yep. So, the group consisted of men of various economic and social backgrounds, from Boston's poorest neighborhoods to Harvard's undergrads. Uh, actually, JFK was part of this original really? group. Really? So, over the years, the researchers have collected all kinds of health information. Every two years, they ask members questions about their lives, their mental and emotional wellness, and even interview family members. Hmm. So, could you imagine your whole life, because you went to Harvard, and you were part of this group, group. every two years, you and your family have to go through this
0: process. That would be weird.
1: It would be weird, but it's like... You know, it's for the greater good. Oh, yeah, too. no, you
0: understand why you're doing it, I'm sure, but it would still be weird.
1: So, throughout this, they found uh, specific traits and behaviors were linked with increased levels of happiness across the entire group. Hmm. So, it's good to know that this thing is not a hundred years old, but mm-hmm. it's damn near close to a yeah. hundred year old study that they did. Um, and there were over 100, but it ended with like 60 people. Mm-hmm. And who knows f- at 50 years how many people were at that point. Because yeah. This doesn't talk about that, um, which anyone could find that data if they wanted mm-hmm. to. Um, so one of the traits was as people got older, the tendency to focus more on what's important to them. And didn't sweat the small stuff, which I tend to do. (laughs) So I need to focus on that for me. (laughs) Like, um, to the degree that they did when they were younger. Um, Other research supports this mindset and has found that older adults are better about letting go of past failures. Hence, I don't do that either. Hmm. Um, They tend to realize how life is short and... They are more likely to pay more attention on what makes them happy now. So to do the same, what activities make you happy? What's stopping you from doing them? Um, think back to your childhood. Uh, what do you enjoy when you were young, or what did you enjoy when you were younger? Singing, playing games, doing certain hobbies. When you were older, um, you have more oppo- opportunities to return the activities. Uh, you associate with happiness. So, being if it was like a coin collection mm-hmm. or if it was board games or join a choir or um, get into card games or whatever it is, mm-hmm. just do it. So when, they, when
0: they say when you're older, you have more time, I'm guessing they're speaking when you're older and your kids are gone. I have less time now. When I was a kid, I had all the time in the world.
1: But you can incorporate I don't have that all with that time your kids. in the world. And like me growing up, one of my favorite things was card games, and it wasn't just with the older people. I remember playing card games and board games with. Like Risk is not. It's time consuming. No, I know. I've played. And many it was games one risk. of my favorite games. I played with my dad. Mm-hmm. Like me, my sister, my brother, and my dad would all play this. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I I know you've heard me talk about the no, game, I know. but we've never <laughs> played it. But I think about it all the time, like this was such a fun game. I've played it with Tristan when he was little. We played it with Tristan. Yeah. But we've never played it with
0: No, we've never the younger, played it with the younger two. ones. No.
1: So and it was something that I've I've always enjoyed. Like card games I've always enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It's just things like that. So it's like things from your childhood you remember as happy moments, bring it back. So I mean, it's as simple as that.
0: But it's not as simple as that because my, my, my happy moments from my childhood—you're making it—my happy moments from my childhood eating
1: popcorn with nacho cheese, no, Alan. <laughs>
0: my happy moments from my childhood are alone. Ugh. So incorporating those happy moments isn't the same; it's much different. But there my happiest other- moments was when I was alone
1: camping. You've enjoyed yes, okay, yes. that wasn't and alone. That was with your mom. Yes.
0: I'm not saying there wasn't anything that was but enjoyable. That's what I'm but saying. I'm just saying like, my happiest moments, the things that I missed the most from childhood were very
1: video games. Were very
0: one no no, not even video games, not playing video games, no. They were but they were very they were very meet you know, nobody else around and that was a big part of it.
1: I'm not gonna speak much more on that just because <laughs> <laughs> I I can tell you later why I won't speak much more but it gets too personal hmm. so I don't I don't Kay. even want to go there right now. But I can understand that.
0: Mm-hmm. Like so that's knowing the, your child. that's the only reason I said that I find less time for those for, for that kind of thing we have kids. right now because we have kids and there's a lot, you know, there's always something that just needs to be
1: done. It's just me, you trust me. There's going to be plenty of time for that. <laughs> me, it's always been I don't, I never had a alone time. Mm-hmm. I was the oldest child. Yeah. So for me, well, you were the only oldest child, but you were kind of sort of I an a l- only child too. I spent to half my
0: childhood as an only child and half my childhood as a... Because you grew up in a, a
1: split family. Yeah, so yeah. in one sense, you were an only child, but in the other sense, you were an yeah. older child. So half your time, you didn't have siblings. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But I can understand what you're saying there. I do. I get it. Okay. Okay. So the second thing though is, so the first thing is just know when to let mm-hmm. it go. But if it was happy, keep it. Okay. And bring it. Um, the second is stay connected. So the Harvard study had found a strong association between happiness and close relationships like spouses, family, friends and other circles. Personal connection creation creates mental and emotional stimulation which are automatic mood boosters while isolation is a mood buster. So it's almost like as weird as it sounds (laughs) I wouldn't even brought this up but you brought this up Mm -hmm. isolation is a downer Mm -hmm. so but maybe it's a whole how much isolation because I know I need alone time too. We all need alone time. Everybody does. Otherwise you go crazy. (laughs) um so this is also an opportunity to focus on positive relationships and let go of negative people in your life or at least minimize your interactions with them if you need to broaden your social life try volunteering for a favorite cause which i actually have (laughs) volunteered for stuff but it's true though um you're around like-minded people because Mm -hmm. you volunteer for the type of stuff you believe in um and it's an it's a way to like kind of it's a feel good type thing mm-hmm. so it helps you feel good about you're doing a good purpose mm-hmm. for something or you're helping somebody else so um that's kind of what the study was mm. so i just thought it was interesting cuz who knew there was a lifelong that is a long study, study. on that so
0: that is like a really long study I and mean, it's cool that they did that you know that they and that they've been able to keep it up that's that's awesome that they've been able for to get sure. that that kind of data cuz i'm sure things change like as people age and get older and get into different parts of their life, there's going to be a lot of changes and being able to but study people through that the whole But I can these people way.
1: because throughout their life, like when you leave college, you don't always think about college life, but being they had to go oh, yeah. through this every two years, that's o- that- you know they were like oh i need to start focusing that's on one this thing more. that i could something see something they learned way back when that's and something that i could
0: see slightly tainting the results of the study almost uh-huh. because you're going to always have that in the mind that in the next two years i have to go report everything about you know everybody about my life and where i'm at and happiness and all this and then there would
1: be me and you shut your mouth and you tell them <laughs> how freaking happy you are and that i am the goddamn. Best parent there is out there. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't tell my kids to say it. But you know. Now
0: I'm having flashbacks. But But you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you know I would probably say something to the kids like, don't sit there and tell them about all the bad stuff. You bring up the good stuff too. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) I would be the control. Yeah. Yeah. It would be bad. Yeah. Our (laughs) family would not be a very good we would not be the placebo I would tell Probably you that not. no no so but I thought that was kind of interesting for anyone who may be a little depressed or something I mean this is something interesting to look up and just kind of think about yeah. it like you might not have complete control because yeah depression it can run in the family but mm-hmm. at the same time you can definitely do something there are things you can do about it for sure so I thought that was fun Good. Yep. So okay.
0: Cool, cool, cool. cool. Well, this story—the only reason I'm bringing the story—it's not a very long story. I thought it was fairly interesting, but I wanted to hear your opinion on it. It's just
1: oh crap. Like, you want my opinion on that?
0: I pulled this from um from Reddit. On AMC? No.
1: Oh, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> no,
0: we are. <already laughs> this was pulled from the "Am I an Asshole" subreddit.
1: You are an asshole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um... There's... Yeah, there's no name. Th- I don't have a name for this person. Because they didn't give an actual okay. name, of It's course.
1: like a Dear Abby and they sign off on something funky. Kind
0: of, um, yeah. Um, but she writes into the Am, Am I an Asshole sub- subreddit. It says that when she was 15, her parents sent her to private school. Okay. Um and she says she probably needed it she was a a rebellious kid getting into trouble talking back they sent her to private school to shape her up so it was a a very disciplined private school that she got sent to at 15
1: at least her parents could afford that oh yeah yeah
0: yeah. she came out of private school um she's now 18 years old okay um Feels like she's a completely different person. Even her parents say she's a completely different person. Well, she's obviously not obviously. You're you know, in a different environment. Much, you know, better manners. Better. She says she's going in a million every direction she goes, and feels like it's a good direction in life. Okay. Her parents have given her a bill.
1: Okay.
0: Uh twenty thousand dollars. Um, and they are threatening to take her to court she- to pay for the tuition for that private school.
1: For. Th- for the time she was eighteen, or no, all of it, all of it,
0: <laughs> all of it. <laughs> and so she's writing into this subreddit where to say, she, "Hey, where do they a- live? Am I, am I an asshole for thinking my parents are being ridiculous, no. wanting me to pay this?
1: I I wouldn't want to think so. I don't know what the whole back issues were prior to yeah, that. Yeah, no. I'm, However, neither, neither the fact that she's a minor."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's their responsibility as parents, yes.
0: and they sent her there. It's not like she, it's not like it's this not was like some fun she camp she wanted to go it to. On her own. This was, you know, somewhere she's happy. She went because of what it did for her life, but it wasn't her choice. Her parents sent it, her to this but private the, school.
1: My only question is: is what got her in trouble in the first? Yeah, place? Yeah, that I
0: don't know. I really, I don't, I, I don't like know how what much actually did got it got
1: cost them before they decided to send <laughs> her.
0: <laughs> yeah, that I don't know. I but, don't know. but on the
1: same principle of that, she was a minor.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine the parents. them winning this court case in any way, no, shape, or form because she's a minor.
1: She's a minor. If you have a minor ch- child, child and you they get pregnant and you kick them out of the house, you now have to pay child support for that baby when it's born because yep. your minor child is out on their own and they don't have the support of their parents. So financially, you are still responsible yep. by law
0: yeah she says that she can't believe she's already in debt by my own parents nope i haven't even started college yet and i would love some input if i'm overreacting and how should i approach them when they bring it up Let's again just
1: see what the judge says don't even get a lawyer pro yeah. bono it yeah this could be a whole new whatever versus whatever like i would find some lawyer that's pro bono so,
0: i'm sure you can find somebody to take on this case because uh, you
1: might want to go back into records, depending on the state. They might even have different laws.
0: Yeah, it, it's possible. I just it floored me seeing this. I was, you know, just I cannot imagine like especially in this day and age, the cost of just being a college student this day and age to try to charge my child for their high school education.
1: I can see some parents <laughs> like, doing it. I could see some uh, parents doing it
0: it blows my mind blows it doesn't mind.
1: really blow my mind i see i see it mm. we live in a anyways i'm just gonna just stop there <laughs> before anyway, i just open a can of worms
0: that was my second story not sor- short and sweet i just was curious what you would how your reaction was and it was pretty much what i expected but yeah really Well, yeah, I didn't think you'd be crazy and think that she should pay her parents back, but well, it all depends
1: on what got her there in the first place, because she ain't gonna tell that side. Well, of of course she
0: isn't, but really, it does. I mean, mean, legally, it doesn't depend. Burnt
1: the whole city down intentionally. (laughs) I mean, legally, it doesn't
0: depend. Her parents are responsible for it. I know. I mean, that's just. It, it, that's the way it is. Yes, and you know, obviously, that we're getting her side of it. Who knows how good of a student she is she's now? Two sides Says of she's the a story. great st- student now. Got straight A's through high school. You know, I don't know if that's she true. Got straight I have no idea. A's
1: through high school, she didn't get well. Maybe after she went to private. school. Yeah, this school. was after
0: she went to private school. She was like in detention constantly and stuff like that prior to going to private school. Well, and I don't know how bad that she really would was.
1: Be interesting. It, like, if she might, could figure have, out...
0: she might not have, she might not even been that bad. Comp- you know, when I think of my life, you know, maybe she, like if she was just in detention every once in a while, well, that's money, not so which bad. Clearly, they well, did. They clearly she probably
1: did. just melted off a couple times, probably. and that was enough to do it. Probably, but probably, but that's also my opinion. Growing up, not in a rich family, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, I wish we had a name so we could follow that case. Yeah, I bet we no could name. almost find it because i bet that's a public record
0: yeah i'm sure I c- if there's a public record of it i'm sure i can find it
1: so um <laughs> i'm just so my brain is stuck on that and i'm looking at this going i know i read it <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like ah, uh, okay so is this my last story now yeah
0: mm, no it shouldn't be because i still have one more and i started
1: oh it's not <laughs> Okay, so the discovery of an ancient tomb has unearthed the best preserved human remains ever found in Pompeii.
0: Cool. I love stuff like this.
1: So when Mount Vesuvius erupted in 79 AD, Volcanic... The drinks are getting to me. Volcanic, 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 what's the difference? (laughs) Vulcan ash. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Straight from the planet Vulcan.
0: <laughs> live <laughs> long and prosper.
1: <laughs> nanu nanu. Oh, that. D- yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wrong alien.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. Oops.
0: That was from orc. Not. I know. I Vulcan. know.
1: Okay. So <laughs> I even did the hand gesture too. <laughs> like nanu nanu, and that's so. That's the Vulcan. Yeah, that's and I the did live the long nanu, prospe- Live long and prosper. I'm horrible. Okay, so toxic gas buried over the uh, Roman city of Pompeii and it glued the town shut. So, (coughs) while invaluable relics have been unearthed from its ground in the centuries since, a recent dig, and they haven't found much either. Okay. Um, A recent dig just yielded that the best preserved set of human remains, well, I shouldn't say they haven't. They have found stuff. It's just haven't been, anyways. Okay, and we know seventy nine A. D. Mm-hmm. They have written record. Yes, yes, because it's it's Roman. Yes, so we know we know we have information mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, so we're it's not, not like we're not talking about something from like twenty thousand no, years ago. We're talking right. about there a,
0: an area of time where there is a record of it. There is
1: exactly, yeah. um, so the best preserved set of human remains ever found in the ancient city in this story cool uh dating to the decades before Pompeii Pompeii's destruction the tomb was um there was a tomb that was found and it had a marble slab and an inscription which if you pull up the link you'll be able to see the inscription like you're going to be able to read it though <laughs> but it's clear i mean if you go to grave sites here yeah you're not gonna s- they're like
0: Worn Moss off. Moss yeah.
1: or dirt, yep. and it's weathered. Not so much in this case, okay. so it was kind of cool to see that.
0: Seeing how because it was buried and preserved the way exactly,
1: it was. Um, which provided the name of the man buried uh, within uh, Marcus. I'm going to say this wrong because it's Greek or Latin. Venerius Marcus Venerius Securio. That's the guy's name. Okay. Um, as well as the first direct evidence. That theater plays in Greek were once held in Pompeii, hmm. because, yeah, it just they have the written history. It they have of the written history. Guy. Yeah.
0: Oh, so that so we know this person's history even. Like yep. That, that's cool. We
1: had it. They had his name written down and w- his occupation. I don't think they had exactly. Yeah. Where he lived. But at least anything but about now him we is know amazing. He's in Pompeii. Yeah. So we know. Hey, he was an actor. <laughs> cool. So, um. His body was m- remarkably well-preserved. His skull still showed the remains of his white hair, skin, and even an ear. Huh. So there is a picture of that. Did I print off a picture? I feel like I did print off pictures because because I know you like pictures. I like pictures. I did. Top one, you can even see a little bit of the ear.
0: You can. That's definitely a skeleton.
1: So, And the second one has the white hair.
0: Yeah, it does. So, I mean, considering the age of that, I guess that is a ama- mate. That's remarkable.
1: I would think so. I mean, that's like over two, th- almost, almost 2,000 two years, years old. ago. Yeah. So, um, so Roman adults were normally cremated in death. Okay. So I didn't know that. That's cool. I didn't know that either. Um, he chose to be buried in this fashion.
0: Okay, yeah, so obviously he wasn't cremated because his skeleton, the full thing, is there.
1: Right. Um, the tomb at the Sereno Gate, it's really an extranor- extraordinary discovery <laughs> because of all the information it can give us. A unique bu- bu- burial for the era in Pompeii. Um, it may in some way also change our knowledge on rules of death, rites, and the Roman world, which almost makes me think of this <laughs> meme I saw the other day mm-hmm. of a skeleton. I posted it. A uh, skeleton, there were two plastic bags on the chest.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw this the <laughs> other day. I saw this and somewhere I, the other day. I know exactly what you're talking about. Probably on my page
1: about. because I posted it. I'm like, ooh, I wonder if this is going to be something like if we ever lose the written word mm. and Finding somebody with thousands of years down the road, somebody... Buries up this, this casket, and there's these bones with two plastic bags. Cause plastic, if it's in a casket, it ain't gonna have a way to deteriorate. No, you it's know it's gonna, gonna just be just sit fine. There,
0: yeah. um, Those implants sitting will right on
1: top of it, and they'll be like it's some sort of a burial ritual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they might think that. So it made me think of this, like, so how much of this is actually true? Yeah. Like, how much do they really know?
0: Yeah, and and I'm sure there are a lot of things like this that we have gotten wrong. Oh, yeah. And we'll never know. Yeah. You know, especially with history, like, I mean, it's, you know, the common saying that history is written by the victor, you know, whoever won whatever war and... Controlled whatever part of the world, the all you're gonna it. get is their side of it. Like, you're not going to get, you're not gonna find out it's really always truly two sides what it is. Sorry, yeah,
1: one side, the second side, and somewhere in the middle is the truth. Yep, so, um, so he had been identified though as a former slave who had managed to climb the social ladder before dying around the age of 60. So that's hmm. kind of interesting yeah. to know, um. So mention of the man had previously appeared on a wax tablet archived of Pompey's banker. Um, His resting place remained mysterious until now. Mm -hmm. So they did find that. Um, The inscription on his tomb revealed that he gave Greek and Latin ludi, which I should have looked that up, but I didn't, for the duration of four days. Hmm. So some sort of a ritual of some sort. Okay. Um, while the stature of his tomb suggested high status, mm-hmm. so um, the eruption of um, Vesuvius left Pompeii buried under thirteen to twenty feet of pumice and volcanic volcanic ash until its rediscovery in the 18th century. While archaeologists, architect- architects. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Architects, archaeologists, same thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> One builds things, the others tear it down. Yeah, I mean, what know. the hell is the difference? Um, they have excavated the calcification remains of the res- residents and animals in recent years. None were found quite as intact as this. Though. Okay. So huh. historical records suggest some Romans used asbestos <laughs> for embalming, which just find crazy.
0: Yeah, it doesn't surprise Um, me.
1: But further analysis of clothing fragments found the tomb was needed to determine if that did actually apply Mm -hmm. here. Um, And then we still need to understand whether the partial mummification of the deceased is due to intentional treatment or not. Mm -hmm. And then aside from his remains, experts also found um, a glass bottle inscribed with the name of a woman who they assume was his wife. Hmm. So, cool. Because most people are cremated. Most people are cremated.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. So that's cool. Like I love when they find stuff like this, and like especially and it can like, like actually link you to exactly. some actual real historic record of somebody It's on a wax and, tablet. Like, that's so we amazing. know exactly
1: who this guy was because the freaking tombstone is so intact. Yeah. I mean, I wish I would have taken the tombstone. I didn't take the picture of it. Off of there, but the picture of the tombstone—you can see it on there, and you can see Hmm, it. Cool. So I just thought that was crazy.
0: That is crazy. That is crazy. So cool, cool. Your stories are much more intellectual than mine They eh? always are for sure. (laughs) Just kidding. Since my last story, I talked about parents doing something crazy. I got another parents doing something crazy story for you. Uh oh. I don't know how you'll feel about this this one, but this is this is.
1: Am I going to get enraged?
0: No, you're not going to get enraged. Okay. Good. No, you're not gonna get enraged. Um. Uh, David Working is this guy's name?
1: That's a last name. David Working.
0: He's 43 years old. He is suing his parents.
1: Okay. How and old was he? He's 43. That's what I thought I heard. He's currently but I 43. Wanted to double check.
0: Um, he is suing his parents. Actually, he sued his parents and he won the lawsuit, but we're gonna get into that. Um. Couple of years ago, in 2017, why did get through
1: the situation and then ask me how I felt?
0: Well, I don't know. I, I,
1: now I already know how it's going to go. Well, in 2017, <laughs> in 2017,
0: he was going through a divorce. Okay. So he decided to move in with his parents. His parents says, "Hey, move in with us." You know, he said, "Okay, I'll move in. Save him some money. He can save up to get a new place." Uh, he didn't pay them rent. He they their their deal was he'd do chores around the house. You know, he's in his early. 40s. I would have paid rent. In his early 40s. Does chores around the house. Lives I there for 10 rent. months. Lives there for 10 months.
1: And cleaned up after myself.
0: oh well, he lives there for 10 months, and then he gets his own place.
1: Did he never clean up?
0: No, he cleaned up. He cleaned up just fine. Okay. Um, but his stuff was stored at his parents' house, and this new place was like 200 miles away. So his parents volunteered to get a U-Haul and drive everything to his new place. And okay. then he'd unload it and move in. And he noticed when he got his stuff that there was some stuff missing. Okay. Um, there were 12 cardboard boxes that were missing that contained his pornography collection <gasps> and his sex toys.
1: <laughs> okay, I just went clueless here. <laughs> they threw it away.
0: Um. Yeah they threw it away they uh they his father said he was disgusted when he opened the box
1: why would he open the box for one I, I would know. never open my kids oh my god they're like my mom he, okay anyways he,
0: he was he was disgusted to find such films as lesbians in tight shorts university coeds 25 and 1001 erotic nights and so. It's not
1: as bad as Debbie does Dallas. No, I mean, she did all of Dallas. All of Dallas. Yeah. I mean, okay.
0: Um, according to his father, there were 10 boxes of movies and two boxes of toys. And he was so disgusted by it that he made a fire and burned them all. And he even talked about how long it took him to burn I them. I
1: was going to say, with two boxes of toys, how do you.
0: You get a really, really, really hot fire, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, uh he took him to court. David took him to court and won. His parents have to pay thirty thousand four hundred and forty one dollars <laughs> for his collection and fourteen thousand five hundred and nineteen dollars for his legal fees. Well
1: that <laughs> goes to show.
0: This is obviously like a case where you have, you know. Parents obviously not okay with something their child is doing, but Doesn't this, matter. it's He's not, 40 a, years old. It's, we're not talking about anything illegal. It's everybody's right to the, whatever they want to do. It's their own business, whatever. But th- his parents decided, well, since we're the ones that got to bring it to you, I'm not bringing this to you. They and we're didn't need to it. open
1: a box. Like, have they ever heard of privacy? It,
0: uh, I, they didn't need to open the box. I was a little shocked by the amount. Like, wow.
1: I am a very <laughs> my shocked first thought by was, the amount. My
0: first thought was, why was there a divorce? Did that have something to do with the divorce? I wonder.
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably.
0: It, especially, like, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, so he won the case. I'm happy to say he won the case because I think he should have won the case. Uh,
1: yeah, and that would. His parents yeah. are going to be paying. It makes him me feel like the rage inside that I feel. You've seen that rage, mm-hmm. and it just makes me go, "Yep, I have nothing to worry about." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. So yeah, short little story, but another story about parents being kind of crazy. That was
1: an angry story. It was an angry story. It was an angry story. Yep. So. I've never had stuff like that taken from me and burned by my parents. Just so people know. (laughs) It's not a personal anger. You sure? uh, I'm positive. It's just uh, I don't know why parents think they have the right to continue to try to parent their child. This is somebody in their 40s who, like,
0: he's an adult.
1: You got to let go. Oh, let's go back to my story about the happiness. Let it yeah. go. I
0: mean, I get it. He lived with them, but it's not like he lived with them because, like, he went to live with them for a short period of time. They invited him in after his divorce. I they get
1: They had that. an arrangement, an know, agreement, yeah. and and at that point, it still doesn't matter. It's not your stuff. Don't but, touch it.
0: Exactly. Don't touch it. Exactly.
1: Okay, my last story. Okay, isn't really a story. So uh oh, it's not. Okay. Why uh oh? I don't know. So September thirteenth. Okay. It's National Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day.
0: Ooh. Kids right. going to make dinner on September 13th?
1: I don't know if they can make dinner.
0: Oh, Ooh. sure they can. Ava
1: can make breakfast. Oh, there She's we go. She's done that. Yeah. Ian can bake for us. hmm So, it is a special day for children adolescents, adolescents uh, to participate cooking alongside their parents. Alongside is not the word I like, though. Anyway,
0: <laughs> I want them to just cook and serve me. I'll
1: well, just tell them <laughs> how it's me this done <laughs> to and Direct them, and I'll just sit at the table, not next to them. <laughs> um, but we do that regardless. Yeah. So, not only does it provide quality time for parents and kids, uh, it also gives them the perfect chance to learn one of the most essential life skills: cooking. And yes, yes, kids do need to learn because I have friends. Yes, they do. Who never learned how to cook. And it showed. Yeah. I'm sorry, friends. It is definitely one of those things that some
0: parents don't think of to teach their (laughs) children. And it's something that you can feel very lost as a young adult move (laughs) out and not literally know how to do anything how do you make ramen you know, noodles like, mom yeah
1: yeah. boil water and throw it in there for three minutes did you read the directions well how
0: do you boil the water I, I put the pot on the stove but nothing's happening
1: turn the stove on oh but but it's not doing anything is it gas or electric huh
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> please teach your children how to do the basics at least
1: What do you mean, gas or electric? I'm starting to smell something. It's gas. Turn it off. Open the windows for at least five minutes before you try it again. When you turn it on, if a flame doesn't start where it says light and it goes tick, 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 and nothing starts, you need to put a flame there to get it to go. Otherwise, shut it off. Shut it off. You're going to kill yourself. Okay. Yeah. You don't want your kid to do that. No. Sometimes we have to get a little dramatic for those parents. (laughs) (laughs) So... The history of the National Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day, though, um, it was introduced to the world of the Young Chefs Academy, which is a cooking school franchised in Texas. And it offered children from four to four.
0: Holy cow, that's young. To
1: 18 culinary classes. So it was mini camps, birthday parties. Um, with the goal to empower them with culinary skills. Well,
0: that's that's nothing wrong with that. That's uh-uh. for sure. Nothing wrong with that at all. Could
1: you imagine a four-year-old starting? What? Wonder if Gordon Ramsay did something like this. Maybe. Um, based on.
0: He ran the school. He yelled at his. He yelled at his kids the whole time. You're doing it wrong. It's the worst meal I've ever had. <laughs>
1: what are you talking about? The guy swears. What the yeah. bleep are you thinking? Yep. <laughs> God, I love him. Okay, so the art of cooking has been pre- uh, present for over a million years, clearly. Uh, burnt bones, plant ashes found in the wander work cave in South Africa pointed to the evidence of human control of fire a million years ago. So wow. um, early form of the kitchen surface during the uh the dinosaur era, pa- paleolithic th- era.
0: Okay, I don't know.
1: Okay, so about 200,000 to 400,000 years ago, and the focus point of homes, uh, these open, um, stones piled in the center, kind of like campfire, okay, building for a fire. It wasn't until 200 years ago that the first, uh, Partially modern cook stove was invented. Mm-hmm. Um, they were designed in the 1790s. Benjamin Thomas, also known as Count Rumford. How does that happen? Does Benjamin happen? Thomas, mm-hmm. also known as Count Rumford.
0: I mean, most royals, once you get your royal title, you can choose whatever name you want.
1: So it's, it's like when you get married... You can change your names yeah. completely, both people. Yeah. Okay. So, stoves were essentially box-like brick structures with flat tops, uh, which pots, they could be lowered to the fire. Okay. Yeah. So, y- you know... Um, From being bare necessity for survival cooking uh, has now become evaluated to the realm of art and science, as Mm -hmm. we all know. Because I don't, I cook and I can cook, but I'm a baker. Mm -hmm. And it is science, baking, cooking, all of it. Mm -hmm.
0: Could you imagine if we told somebody from, oh, just, just 200 years ago that a big form of entertainment right now is watching people cook? Because people watch cooking shows all the time, like they'd be blown I away. Watch like
1: cooking shows, even I know. The kids watch. No, them, I know. Like,
0: but somebody from two hundred years ago would be blown away by like this task like, I have to do. People actually watch people do this. Like they'd
1: be like, like, "What's a television?"
0: Well, obviously they wouldn't know what a television is. That's why I didn't say they watch it on television. <laughs> I just say they watch people cook.
1: Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Well, even before it hit television, you go to like a sushi restaurant. Yeah something like that and they like cook it for you it was yeah. a form, of, no, I know.
0: form entertainment of entertainment too
1: um so you can go on the website it's the national today.com which i i go to a lot and i look at different mm-hmm. things that i could possibly bring and i thought this was something cool yeah. because why wouldn't you want to if you oh, have yeah. this a child is a, this is a perfect opportunity have, to get your kids like, involved on in the that kitchen day be like you know what them today them is Guess what we're going to do? Yep. What do you want to learn to make? Yep. Now, what do you know what to make? Or like our youngest child who loves to bake. He's not big on cooking. He'd go, can we make ramen? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's not cooking. So, But you know what he would probably pick? There yep. are two things. I have no idea. Tater tot hot dish. I mean, yeah, tater
0: tot hot dish. He will <laughs> want to learn how to make that. And his meatballs. Meal. And meatballs, yep. yep. Yep.
1: So it would be one of the two things because he's more of a baker. The older one, Ava, now. I could see her. She would pick a lot of different things. She would want to make spaghetti. She knows how to make. Mm-hmm. If she had to do it, she would do it. So, but yeah, you could definitely go on here. Look at, like the history. Um, although there was one thing I wanted to bring up. There was a world record. World's youngest chef. How old do you think?
0: I have no idea. Twelve. Holy cow.
1: So Amari McQueen, youngest award-winning vegan chef and the youngest chef to land a cooking show. That's cool. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But yeah, definitely go check it out. Like, just kind of see what it has to say. And if you have children, even if you have grandchildren. Yeah, get involved. Yeah. And if you don't have kids, definitely call your friend up who does have kids and say, hey.
0: Your kids are making me dinner tonight. (laughs) <laughs>
1: exactly, you're getting out of that chore. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, so. cool,
0: cool, cool. Well, if you uh, get dinner made by your kids, we'd love to know what they made for you. You can always, heck yeah, send us an email at outlandishoutcasts at gmail dot com.
1: Otherwise, you can go to Facebook at Outlandish Outcast Podcast. Definitely uh, leave a comment there. But you can follow us there. You can share any content that we have there. Yeah.
0: We're also on Twitter at Outlandish Casts.
1: Our oddball. our oddball. Out. <laughs> and where else are we? Instagram. Instagram. Oh yeah. wow! The gram,
0: as they call it. I guess that's what, what the kids call it nowadays. The gram. We're old. Yeah, I know.
1: I'm 25. So. You can definitely love us there and like, like, and yeah. follow. Yeah. And, I you know, say like, like, I'm love, sure love, there's love, love. a
0: million other social media networks that are out there now, but I'm too old and tired to look for them. <laughs> so
1: I suppose everybody's becoming like this TikTok.
0: Yeah. TikTok's pretty big.
1: Yeah. I don't think we could share our content. It on doesn't there, really work it's on TikTok. more like video, no, it's video stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Although there are some pretty good videos on there. I
0: downloaded it today for the first time. so
1: I finally deleted it. It took up too much time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. You and can it's also bad when you
1: roll down the windows and you're driving through town and you're singing with your daughter in the car, screaming out loud about farts. I mean, not screaming, you're singing Funny. as you're screaming at the top of your lungs about farts. Okay.
0: You can also leave us a rating or review in whatever podcast application you are listening to this show on right now. Yes. So... That was an episode in the books. I think it was a good, an epi- good episode. Learned a lot.
1: It was a good episode. I think it was a yeah, good episode. Good episode. So Just need some more mango margaritas. More
0: tequila, and we'll be all ready to tequila! record another one. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody.
1: Bye.